I'm Mike Lindell, and in light of the recent events, your continued support means everything to myself and my employees. To thank you, we're having the biggest sale ever on all my pillow bedding. Get my pillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98, a set of pillowcases for only $9.98. In this economy, instead of buying a new bed, rejuvenate your bed with a my pillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles, like plush, waffle, or gossamer, for as low as $29.98. We even have pet blankets from small size to the ones for your car. Get huge discounts on duvets, quilts, down comforters, and so much more. Think about it. Everything's polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on uh, 92 FM tonight. It feels like a nice, clean little band. Oh, no, isn't it? Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere. Uninvited. Dirty thoughts, a nice, clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. It's five o'clock. You care what the mainstream media says? What's up, fam? You out there? You listening? Coming to you from behind enemy lines in Chirac, Illinois, where I'm still rushing to get my shit together here. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, hope all is well, fam. Good to see you guys all out there today. Another day, plenty of much more to talk about. That's for sure. Good to see you guys all working your way in here today. I don't know. I've been playing with the screen a little bit, trying to get some different things kind of going. I don't know. I, I kind of like it. I'm still kind of playing with it. Actually, is what I'm really doing. Um, there, is that better? <laughs> uh, how about, let's see, how about that? Is that, is that, is that better? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just having fun with some stuff over here. Just try, just messing around with OBS and trying some different stuff out. I don't know. I'm going to play with it some more during the show here and stuff and see what's going on. Good to see you guys out there today. Uh, lots to get, lots to get to today. Lots to get to. So we're going to hop to it here pretty quick. Uh, I got some stuff, um, uh, kind of tie in from yesterday to talk about a little bit. Uh, so we'll talk about, uh, some of the Biden stuff that came in yesterday, uh, that we talked about. Hopefully you had a chance to watch the whole show yesterday. Uh, I got some January six up stuff out there today. Plenty of stuff about Joe Biden. We'll get to that here pretty quick. Um, and the, um, the classified documents, uh, stuff that's going on there. So we'll talk about quite a bit about that for the first hour. Second hour, we got, um, I don't know what I got a bunch of stuff. So hang out with me today hang out. I got some cute stuff for you. I got all kinds of good stuff for you. So it feels dark. Yeah, I figured it probably would. Um, 
I don't know. I, let's see. What else can I do to make that brighter? Let me see. Let me play with it a little bit here. Um, chroma key. Brightness. Well, that, that, that's brighter. I don't know. I'll play with it again later tonight maybe and see. I kind of like it for like the... Um, you know, like the late night show sessions and stuff like that, that I'll, that I'll be hanging out with, you know, but yeah, it's, I'm not sure if I really dig it. <laughs> Why is, um, oh, is that better? <laughs> I don't know what I, now I really screwed it up. There. <laughs> Anyways, I've been playing with it. I don't know. Um, what do I have to do here today? Oh, you want to check out the website? <laughs> Stop playing with it. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, check out the website when you guys get a minute. The podcast is up there on Podbean, iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify. Pick one, anyone. Search on Censored Abe. And you'll find the podcast. We're on episode 373 today. So thank you all for the support and all the downloads from all around the world. We appreciate you all very much. And hopefully, uh, you know, you guys are learning all the stuff that uh, we're trying to figure out here in this world, too. So thanks for being here on, on the podcast. Appreciate you all. Telegram, True Social, Twitter, Gabblings, and Facebook links are at the very top of the website. You can find those and you can find out when I'll be going live. Usually 5 Eastern, but if there's uh, breaking news stuff, I'll, I'll hop live also. So keep an eye out on that. Foxhole, DLive, Twitch, Rumble, Cloud Hub, and Tiger Network, where you can find the live streams as well as Facebook and a few other spots out there. Pick your favorite platform. Come on in, grab a chair, and hang out. I appreciate you all. Previous two uh, live shows are always up on the screen. You can watch those on the website. You can find those there, as well as important uh, show content. Help keep the lights on if you can. I could use your help. Bills are coming up. Rent's due today, so that'll be interesting. Cash App, PayPal, Patreon, and buy me a coffee. Thank you all very much for the support, love, and prayers. The best thing you can do, honestly, is just help share the stream for me. Tell somebody about what we're trying to do over here, and we appreciate you all for um, for doing what you can to help uh, spread the word. Thank you all very much. My email address, P.O. Box, and link trees at the very bottom of the website. If you want to get a hold of me, that's how you can do that there. We appreciate you all very much. And thank you all for the uh, uh, happy protest anniversary coffees and Jay as well. Thank you very much for the, uh, for the support, love, and prayers. I appreciate you all. Uh, Tiger Network crew is out there. As you can see, we're streaming on seven different platforms here today. If you haven't checked out Toro3.com and Tiger Network, it's an awesome platform run by Jim Watkins, our friend, and a non-patriot. Uh, so check that out when you got to get time. Rumble crowds working their way in here today. Much love to all of you out there on Rumble. Chris, thanks for dropping all the links as well as you, Polidius. Thank you guys, Moz. I'm trying to get uh, back in the groove here today. And I thank you guys very much for your thoughts, loves, and prayers and support behind the scenes. Do me a favor, hit that plus button, thumbs up button over there on Rumble. Much love and God bless you all. Twitch crowd working their way in here today as well. Thanks guys for being there today. Much love and God bless you all. But the place to be is the foxhole.app. If you're not hanging out over there at the foxhole.app, you're missing out. Do me a favor when you get time. If you are if you like the show, if you want to help support, uh, you can subscribe to the show. Click the middle, middle oh, here, let me pull this up on the screen so you can actually see what I'm doing here. That would help, huh? Click that little middle button here. There's uh, right at the bottom, there, there's uh, uh, the links and uh, stuff from the show. There's... Um, the subscription perks are, are are up there now. You can get yourself into the Discord if you'd like and have access to all of my uh, show content from the past. And I'm trying to get it going again uh, currently, but uh, I don't have. I only have it on my computer device, on my computer one device. I don't have it on anything. But if you subscribe to the to the show, 
you get a link to the Discord, a one-time link link to invite to the Discord, and I'm going to keep updating those uh, subscriptions and stuff. Uh, so if you check that out when you get time, I changed the, yeah, you can see the Who Cares News has the uncensored, changed that up uh, last night, and a bunch of other stuff as well. So um, if you want to help support the show, you can ha- click subscribe right there underneath the gold pills right there. And when you click subscribe, it'll give you four different tiers and a, and a monthly or a yearly uh, tier how you can subscribe to the channel, help support the channel. And it's a great way um, if you want to uh, have an automatic, you know, monthly thing that you don't have to worry about, it'll do it automatic. So we appreciate all you guys, all the subscribers over there, a great group of Patriots, and we appreciate you all. I appreciate you guys, uh, you know, all you guys do to help to support the platform and help spread the word and, uh, and the rest. So thank you guys all very much for your love, support, and prayers already today. A couple of gold pills who did I miss? I missed uh, Daisy Chains and Quint- Quinton Son. Quinton Son. Good to see you out there. Uh, thanks for joining here today, and thanks for the gold pills, uh, guys. I appreciate you all very much. Uh, a lot to get to. Let me welcome you guys all in. RP4L, Toria, uh, Politius, thanks again uh, for dropping all the links out there. I appreciate it, my friend. And lots going on out there today, so I appreciate you guys being here with me here today as well. Um, uh, what the heck? Why do why you keep jumping around on me? Uh, let's see. Feels too dark. Gotcha. So what are you thinking about? Uh, what do you think about this? Huh? Is it, um, going to drive you nuts that it's too dark like that and stuff? I don't know. I kind of like the difference, but, uh, I, who knows? So tell me what you guys think about the, uh, this kind of uh, idea. Maybe I'll just go back to, to, to just being normal full screen. I don't know. Uh, just been playing around with different kind of things with the stream and I'm going to keep, uh, tweaking stuff here tonight and other stuff. I got, um, something I want to actually, Got any other streamers out there? Um, you know what? Can I just watch this live real quick? I haven't had time, <laughs> and, and since it's kind of quiet and you know there ain't a whole lot going on, um, why not um, do a lesson with both of you guys, uh, with with you guys and me um, on this an OBS lesson? And I spent probably about twenty hours <laughs> at least watching different OBS videos. OBS mute notification. Okay, sounds good. How do you do that? <laughs> Let me watch this for a sec. All right, hold on. Um, you can't hear that because I can barely hear that. All right, let's see how. Let's see if this will work for me and for us for uh, mute notification. Right, I'm just gonna do a quick um tutorial on how to have a notification when your microphone is on mute in OBS. So first off you need to add a find a media source of any kind, a tick, a, some music, anything. In my case I've got a random clip of a, a dinosaur dancing which are called Godzilla. Um, so here he is, a little dancing dinosaur. I'll make him real small because he's going to be on the screen being rather annoying while we're doing this but just so you're aware that he's there. Happy days, he's dancing around. We'll just turn him down so you don't have to hear him. So first off, what we need to do is we need to go into properties on this and make sure we've got him on loop so he doesn't stop playing. We love dinosaur dancing and we need this audio. So we need the audio going off in the background constantly. Next, you need to go to um, advanced audio properties on that file. Down here, so obviously your audio file, go on advanced audio and go to Godzilla. And then make sure he's on monitor only mute output. Beautiful. We're halfway there already. So now we need to go to settings real quick. We need to find our hotkeys page. 
Hopefully you can, yeah, little Godzilla shouldn't be in your way, I don't think. Uh, so we'll put this right here. So, we need to go down, uh, just to show you that our current mute is, where is he? Is on the right key. Yeah, and here. Beautiful. Now, the next thing you want to do is find your scene. So our scene is called screen. So we need to find our screen scene, which is here. Now, we want this to only show Godzilla, Godzilla, or we play your audio kit whenever you press the same key. So we're going to select the same key we did for our mute and uh, unmute key. So it says our right arrow key. It could be any key, by the way, any key you would like. It could be blooming home key, end key, anything. But we're saying it as right arrow key. Click apply. Okay. So now you see this is kind of out of sync because we're getting the audio when the microphone is on mute. We don't want that. Uh, unmuted because it will just disturb you. So what we've got to do now is manually <laughs> manually mute the microphone and then click the arrow key and that will resync it. So if we do that, there you go. That has resynced it. So now whenever you press your right arrow key, which I'll do in three, two, one, he bring he comes up. Beautiful. Now in your gameplay, you don't want him popping up on your screen dancing around. I'm just going to bring him up and uh, bring my microphone back in two seconds. So when you're in a game or anything, you don't want this god little audio. So if you use a video clip like I did, and you don't want him dancing on the screen, all you have to do is drag the scene down to the bottom. Putting you to sleep with that voice? Yeah, well. Puts him behind everything. Give me a sec. You to deal with him. <laughs> Lovely. But um, if you wanted to, you could have something and uh, chain, put your, create your own little file have a music clip in the background and say microphone on mute and have that pop up on the screen so people can see that your microphone is muted just in case for some reason you forgot to all right well interesting i'm gonna keep looking <laughs> i'm gonna keep looking around see what i can find all right let's get into the groove here today huh sound good happy tuesday thanks for hanging out here with me today guys i appreciate you all uh let's hop to it uh let's Let's start with a uh, memory of Andrew Breitbart. Thank you, 0101. All the people that have gone out there against the mainstream media. And said, you're going to call us racist. You're going to call us potential Timothy McVeigh's. Fuck you. Uh, the great memory of Andrew Breitbart. All right, let's hop to it. What do we got here? What do we got going in the news today, huh? Hey, Joe. What's good? Yeah, Foxhole has been uh, driving me nuts. Um, I don't know uh, what's been going on, but it's, yeah, I hear you. Uh, let's see. No, not what I wanted to do, of course. Attorney General Ashley Moody from Florida with a press release that came around uh, last night and uh, with, because we had so much going on, I didn't get a chance to do it, but Ashley Moody releases new evidence the Biden administration withheld until days before Florida's monumental immigration trial. What do we have here? Let me see what we got going on. Thank you all for hanging out. Much love. 
Mm-hmm. One day, on day one, what's good, yo? All right, coming from, to us from Tallahassee. On day one, Attorney General Ashley Moody's trial to hold President Joe Biden responsible for the border crisis. The Florida Attorney General legal team is presenting bombshell new evidence that the federal government wrongfully withheld until just before the trial. Oh, crap. Sorry, give me a sec. All right, now I can actually read it. Um, just before the trial, it is not, if not for a freedom of information act request by the Florida attorney general's office, the damning evidence would not come to light or be part of the state's vital litigation to force the Biden administration to follow the law, secure the border and protect the American people. Previously withheld U.S. Department of Homeland Security emails contain talking points for the Commissioner of U.S. Commissioner of U.S. Customs and Border Protection for a briefing with the Acting Secretary of Department of Homeland Security, and detail the Biden administration's destruction of the Trump administration's immigration structures left the U.S. Border Patrol with no other option except to release almost all immigrants encountered. The messages sent just eight days after the Biden administration took office state that the surge of illegal immigrants caused by Biden's destructive immigration policies will immediately overwhelm federal detention capacity. Good afternoon, JC Bird. What's good? Oh, sweet. I get a chance to play a song. Crap. Uh, now you know why I need the damn mute button. The U.S. Department of Justice should have disclosed the emails. All right, let me go back over here. One email from the DHS official sent on January 28, 2021, states the pause on processing pathways and recent policy changes have also impacted U.S. Border Patrol's ability to expeditiously process and remove those encountered. The U.S. Border Patrol will be required to promptly process and release family units and single adults due to the lack of adjudication pathways. The U.S. Department of Justice should have disclosed the emails to the state of Florida as part of the discovery process. However, the DOJ withheld the evidence. Attorney General Moody obtained the emails through separate FOIA requests and subsequent litigation, just in time to be prepared for the present uh, and presented in the state's case yesterday. 
Attorney General Moody said Biden's willingness to hide the evidence and lie to the American people about the border crisis he created is deeply concerning. The records we obtained through our aggressive litigation efforts prove the Biden administration knew as early as eight days after taking office, its destructive immigration policies were creating a colossal public safety crisis. The evidence that we fought ferociously to obtain is damning for the Biden administration, and we will continue to use his administration's own actions and words against them in an attempt to force the president to follow the law. The emails are linked here. Attorney General Moody of Florida Legal District, um, uh, Attorney Gen General Moody's legal team presented the evidence today in the Florida case number 3-21-CV-2. 1066 in the United States District Court for Northern District of Florida. I'll highlight that case for you so you can see that uh, extra well in case you want to keep that for your PACER records. The messages are just one piece of in a pile of bombshell evidence uncovered by the Attorney General Modi's legal team that include depositions of DHS officials, memos di dictating that the U.S. Border Patrol stand down in the event of the border stand down in the event the border is overrun by migrants and much more for an outline of some of the additional damning evidence and more information on Florida's case case. Click here. Biden's immigration policies pose a threat to the people in all 50 States as deadly drugs, illegal immigrants, criminals, and those on terrorist watch lists flood into the country. U.S. Border Patrol encountered a record 2.76 million illegal immigrants during the fiscal year ending in September of 2022. The Border Patrol encountered nearly 100 people on the terrorist watch list in fiscal year 2022. A 276% increase. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. It probably wouldn't help. Uh, a 276% increase when compared to the past five years combined. Since February 2021, authorities seized nearly 25,000 pounds of illicit fentanyl, enough to kill every man, woman, and child in the United States over then more than 17 times over. The overdose deaths skyrocket past 100,000 people last year. To view the amended complaint, it is also in this here. So to view the emails, they are here. Let's take a quick look and see what we got in here. Um, let's, uh, we have four different emails. It looks like, uh, I'll start at the bottom, work my way up to the top. I think, nope. I like start at the top, work my way to the bottom. Let's see what we got. <laughs> um, Rodney Scott, chief of us border patrol. Focus on what is right, regardless of what is right. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, I should have gone to the bottom. looks like, mm, checked out the original, the first part of the thread. All right. So this is from Manuel Padilla, Jr. Chief law enforcement operations directorate for the U S border patrol headquarters. And it is a bullet point, um, sent from Manuel Padilla to Raul Ortiz and Tony Barker. Email address is redacted. Request for information. Release of migrants across the along the border. Uh, deputy, please review and forward. Mexico recently passed a law that precludes Mexican immigration from detaining children, even if they are accompanied by adults, relatives, and parents. This further impacts U.S. Border Patrol's ability to expel family units under CDC T-40 or T-42 authority. U.S. Border Patrol continues to experience a stark increase in monthly illegal migration, illegal immigration. 
to the United States, especially in the South Texas area, we are now seeing consecutive days of over 3,000 apprehensions and counters, which we had not seen since the 2019 crisis. This continued surge of unaccompanied children and family unit encounters will immediately overwhelm U.S. Border Patrol's short-term detention capacity and rival crises experienced in 2014 and 2019, but with an increased risk due to COVID-19 pandemic. The pause on processing pathways... Hold on one sec. What's good, Rumble Crowd? You guys good over there? Uh, the pause on processing pathways, MPP, ACA, PACER, and recent policy changes have also impacted the Border Patrol's ability to expeditiously process and remove those encountered, including jail releases that do not fall into civil enforcement priorities. Um, local INM has agreed to take FMUAs under T42 in Tamalupias. Moreover, capacity of Border Patrol stations has decreased by 75% due to COVID-19, limiting overall capacity further. Sectors consistently move individuals to different stations in order to be compliant with COVID-19 limitations. Uh, Promptly process family units and single adults due to lack of adjudication pathways. Oh, yeah, we need more. That's, That's why we need more judges, right? Um, all right. So that's pretty much, you know, it's, it's the guidance, um, of all of the things. And then lice clavel, which it doesn't say from to where thanks adding AC one back, you mentioned community stakeholder engagement, but there's, is there any communication with local law enforcement commissioner? Do you feel comfortable briefing the AS at 2 PM or would you like someone from BP to join the call as well? Um, Deputy Chief, you are you the best person to ask to be added to the 2 p.m. with the AS? Um, I will be attending, so forth. Okay, so that's that. Um, knowingly. Um, okay, where is my thread? Oh, it's in, in. Okay, and then for an outline of some of the additional damning evidence and for more information about Flora's case... Click hither. Let's see what we got here. I haven't had, I haven't looked at this at all. Okay, so it's not too long. Let's see here what we have. In just a few days, so this was released on 5 January. So about five days ago, last week. In just a few days, this was yesterday that this happened. Attorney General Teams, Attorney General Moody's team of attorneys will be taking the Biden administration to court over unlawful immigration policies. Through months of intense discovery, lawyers from Florida uncovered evidence of Biden ignoring public safety immigration laws and allowing more than 1 million unvetted inadmissible migrants into the interior. The upcoming trial, beginning on Monday, is a culmination of efforts by Attorney General Moody's team uh, surviving motions to dismiss and summary judgment uh, by opposing counsel and will once again show the Biden administration is threatening American safety by intentionally weakening our nation's border security. Uh, Attorney General Moody said that uh, since President Biden took office, he has intentionally dismantled public safety immigration structures, allowing chaos to reign at our, our nation's southern border and letting unvetted, inadmissible migrants along with dangerous individuals and deadly drugs like fentanyl into our country. Biden's actions are are irresponsible and putting Americans at risk. Now, because of our litigation, the president must defend his reckless actions and refusal to allow the law in a federal courtroom. 
Last year, Attorney General Moody sued the U.S. Department of Homeland Security for failing to follow federal law and detaining inadmissible immigrants until the immigrants are repatriated to their home country, as is required under the Immigration and Nationality Act. Attorney General Moody's case argues that 8 U.S.C. 1255, Section B1-2, a federal law enacted in 1996 mandates that the DHS detained applicants for admission until it is adjudicated whether the immigrant is to be removed. Florida argues that soon after Biden took office, the federal government began systematically ignoring the mandatory detention language. Uh, according to the complaint, since March of 2021, the U.S. Border Patrol has released approximately 1 million immigrants at the southern, southwest border, and in, including as many as 105,000 in a single month. Comparatively, in last month, of the Trump administration, only 17 were released. During the course of the litigation, Attorney General Moody forced the federal government to provide or disclose the following. What's good, number one fan? Good to see you out there. Uh, let's see. A deposition of the U.S. Border Patrol Chief Raul Ortiz that shows the Biden administration purposely reduced detention capacity of the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement and, a lot, and narrowed removal pathways. Ortiz claimed these changes left Border Patrol with no other choice but to relieve hun release hundreds of thousands of immigrants into the interior. Ortiz also agreed that Biden's policies caused an unprecedented surge at the border. A memo outlining the federal government's plan... Uh, in the event immigrants overrun the border, if Title 42 expires, the mass release of immigrants into the United States. Testimony and deposition of ICE Executive Associate Director and Enforcement and Removal Operations, Corey Price, confirming that the Biden administration knew its immigration policies would cut enforcement in half and still implemented them. Price also confirmed that ICE is removing more than seven times Fewer inadmissible immigrants than in 2012, booking in roughly half the number of immigrants than the previous administration. ICE training videos showing officials discussing the logistical problems created when federal authorities intentionally released tens of thousands of immigrants without charging documents, a formal legal document requiring immigrants to appear before an immigration judge. Videos, huh? Can I see? Can I, can I, can I, huh, huh? Um, well, can I see, can I see? Not loading. All right. According to federal documents provided to Florida during discovery, DHS disclosed that it lost track of more than 48,000 illegal immigrants who had it released, who said that they were traveling to Florida after the immigrants failed to check in with ICE as required. Border Patrol encountered a record 2.76 million illegal immigrants during the fiscal year ending in September 2022. Border Patrol encountered nearly 100 people on the terrorist watch list, as we discussed, and um, a 15 times over overdose deaths in fentanyl. Uh, the amended complaint is also in, in this as well. So let me get this uh, link out there to you guys. Uh, like we talked about yesterday, they want to play some lawfare, do they? All right, well, let's see what happens when lawfare is on the side of the law instead of Cracker Jack Box pipe dreams. Hey, what's up, Z Patriot? Where you headed? Hope all is well. Let's see. All right. Undocumented fighters. Yeah, more like it, huh? Uh, let's see. 
Hey, Deplora Laura's out there lurking and listening. Good to see you, Laura. Hope all is well. JC Bird's out there on Twitch and Z Patriot and several others. Thanks for being here today, guys. Yeah, I see you, Z Patriot. What's good, man? Good, good to see you out there, man. Do, 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 do. Lots going on there today. I see. <laughs> cool, cool. And the Fox will not uh, being very cooperative today for some reason as well. Um, I don't know. I've been having problems having Foxhole open with anything else. I have to keep it open uh, on its own device or its own window, and then when it just problems. Not sure. Not sure. But uh, I'm sure they'll get that worked out. All right. Uh, can I see the video? The links? No, it's still pulling up the videos. But all right. Serve two years in the Army, then you get citizenship? Yeah. Or some type of Peace Corps or something like that. Some type of service. Yeah, I hear you. All right. I'm trying to give this a second to pop up. It's obviously not. So hold on a sec. Um, while I'm waiting for that to pop up here. Stupid thing. All right. Um, let me check in with California A. Um, the flooding is out of control. Now I'm going to show you a bunch of videos from yesterday and today, uh, going through police frequency here real quick to see what's going on in general. Um, I think we got some of those last night. Flash flood warning in San Paulo, California, Castic and Fillmore last night till nine. Um, Sacramento County, um, showing some videos. Okay. Here, let me, this is where I'm at new now. So I can show you guys what we have. Let's see. All right. This is Sacramento County, 20 seconds of the damage and the flooding there, as you can see. What the heck is that a? Huh. Um, all right, so what else? Amtrak service canceled between St. Louis, Obsidio, and L.A. due to the weather conditions. Um, Santa Barbara first responders are actively checking potential problem areas during the storm. Got that going on. Let's see. Um, rain steady in Santa Barbara area. This is... As of last night. All right. So let me hop to today. Confirmed shooting near Frontier Mall in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Here. Okay. Here we go. Here's Ventura. Then over here on the corner of Ventura and Thompson. And look at all of this street flooding. You can see the cars are having a hard time getting through. I'm wearing knee high boots. Yeah. They're having a real hard time getting through there for sure. Um... Flash flood warning for till noon today. Thousand Oaks, Long Beach area, Beverly Hills. Uh, here's an example here. SUV in Castiac, Santa Clara.
It was never really a secret that there were huge problems with the COVID shots. And we knew this because the Biden administration's own VAERS database indicated that from the beginning, a lot of people were being injured. But the media suppressed that news. We tried to point it out more than a year ago, not because we have a problem with vaccines or anti-vaxxers, but because if you're going to force people to take something, you probably ought to know what it is and what effects it might have. That's the most basic right of all, to know that what goes into your body, to know something about it. But in trying to say that, we were censored, and now we know we were censored directly by the White House. In April of 2021, the White House's director of digital strategy, a character called Rob Flaherty, sent this email to Facebook, quote, the top post on Facebook about vaccines today is Tucker Carlson saying they don't work, he complained. He then pressured, the White House pressured Facebook to follow its policy of, quote, reduction, meaning censorship. We're quoting, if reduction means pumping our most vaccine has an audience with Tucker Carlson saying it doesn't work, then I'm not sure it's reduction. In other words, censor more. The Facebook employee responded by promising that the company was, quote, running this down now. We asked Rob Flaherty to join us tonight to explain, but of course he's a coward and he won't. So we only know this, by the way, because of a lawsuit from the attorneys general of Louisiana and Missouri. Jeff Landry is the AG in Louisiana. We are honored to have him join us tonight. Mr. Landry, thank you so much for coming on. So you're the chief law enforcement officer of your state. You're the attorney general. This would be illegal, would it not be? Well, it's certainly a violation of your First Amendment Right, Tucker. Yeah. Uh, and, and I wouldn't say that Facebook, I mean, that the White House pressured Facebook. I would say that the White House demanded uh, that they do something about the video that you had posted. Look, this suit is about whether or not the government has basically suppressed American speech as those Americans go about debating the very policies that the government has us under. Right. And if the White House did not like your position or if your position did not agree with the White House, then you were silenced. And the evidence in this case right now is showing us that we're that that's exactly what happened. Government is not allowed to censor speech, period. As you said, that is the First Amendment to the Bill of Rights. It's the core of the Constitution right there. And this is an instance of government censoring speech. Is it, is it more complicated than that, or am I missing something? No, it's extremely simple. Uh, when Eric Schmidt and I first uh, put the, the theory out, and when we filed this case back in June, we were basically laughed out of the courthouse by many in the media. And then, thankfully, this federal judge allowed us to conduct discovery. From that discovery, we've deposed a number of government actors like Dr. Fauci. And think about the things that we are discovering today. Had not this federal judge allowed this discovery, again, the American people would still be in the dark. Information about them, about the government, censoring their speech, their ability to debate the policies that affect them, just like the video that you put out. We wouldn't know. But it is yeah. a clear violation of their First Amendment right. It's a clearly a First Amendment violation. And, and just a yes or no question, because I can't resist. I, I, I was told once by a source that during that deposition, Tony Fauci demanded that the court reporter wear a mask. Is that true? Yes. Yes, I was there. She, she, <laughs> she sneezed. 
and he just about came out of his chair. And, and I would remember, remind you that 24 hours before that, he was on the podium at the White House telling everyone that in order to really be protected, you needed to be boosted again. And so evidently he didn't have as much confidence in that booster no. um, as maybe he portrayed then because she sneezed, he jumped and demanded that she wear a mask. And of course, he assured that you and I were censored every time we disagreed yeah. with him. Neurotic old man. Jeff Landry, attorney yeah, general. Yeah, he's definitely a freaking neurotic old man. Um, good to see Tucker <clears throat> hitting that topic that uh, we covered yesterday as well. Uh, news interruption. What a cute pooch. Cute, cute pooch. Right, uh, lightning going crazy out there in um, California A right now. What else? Um, LAX grounded because of the wind. 101 Ventura shut down. What else? Uh, LA near yeah, Beverly and Ramport. Lots of flooding going on. All kinds of lemon cars headed out there into the used car industry. Keep an eye out if you're buying a car, a used car. There's their current radar uh, a few minutes ago. Fox's Bill Malugin has been Double digits on the calendar now. Have an update Four on your Tuesday forecast on this Santa January Barbara. 10th. We had 15 spots across California and Nevada hit daily amounts of record rain yesterday. Santa Barbara topped them all over four inches. Other cities like Reno, Oakland, San Francisco, Fresno had around or over an inch of rainfall. And we got more to come. Our most significant round of precipitation is likely finishing up, but we'll still see more potentially areas of California, several more inches of rain and Heavy mountain snow, first for the Sierra Nevada mountains, but some of that should progress into areas of the four corners. States like Wyoming, Utah, Colorado, and also up in Oregon, Idaho, and Washington State as well. Still got rain and green, blue for snow on the radar. We're going to see another round of this per se atmospheric river swing in today. We still have more rounds through the middle of the week. Watch out for severe weather as well from San Francisco, south of Fresno, LA, San Diego, Las Vegas. Got marginal risks out all right, so it looks, looks like some of you out there in Cali are making it through okay. I'm glad to hear that, Chris, and Deplore Laura and others out there. Uh, freeway, Highway I-5 freeway southbound transition to, uh, to the 110 remains closed. What a disaster out there in L.A. today, man, in California. Hey, Y'all having fun staying home. <laughs> um, let's see, Santa Cruz, California. Yikes.
It's a serious tree. <laughs> I love those kind of trees. Uh, let's see. Uh, New York happening now. Hundreds of nurses strike outside of Mont Montefiore Medical Center for better patient care. Um, let's see what this is. What's this? Armored vehicles lining the Rio Grande in El Paso. A minute and a half video here. We talked a little bit about that already. It's fresh footage, Down though. Here, it looks like you could almost kill you, you know, and that's the enticement for escaping. <laughs> Sometimes they get caught. You, can, you know, we're, we're additional eyes and ears for, for the Border Patrol and DPS and Department of Public Safety. They... They beat feet. We've got cameras. We can watch somebody go, and all it takes is for them to catch up to them and go ahead and get them. But we need the manpower, right? So that's the most important part, is if we see them and we're able to at least keep an eye on them, we've got drones in action. We've got our soldiers here that are all, you know, well-trained as far as being able to um, do overwatch and be able to keep an eye and be able to communicate the way that they're used to being communicated with. Well, it's just like being in the, I think it's a lot like being in the military. You have family members that get upset because they they don't have access to their loved ones or whatever. That's an age-old story. You know, everything's great as long as everything's doing fine. It's just when, well, you mean you might have to go to war? You mean you might have to, you might have to do an operation on our own, on our own turf? You mean you might have to be busy? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a job. It's a real job and people have to do it. Um, it takes a special, a special person to commit all of themselves to it. And, and that's caring more about the people around you than yourself. It really is. And I think that, that takes a special breed of person, and I hope that they get the numbers they need. I hope so, too. What is that? Uh, I don't know, Army. Is that First Sergeant, Master Sergeant, Master Sergeant Ringle? God bless you for standing up. I appreciate that um, from, from the bottom of my heart personally. JC Bird dropping gift subs out there and hanging out as well. Much love, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. 
Uh, we're just going through uh, police frequency here to see. I haven't looked at them at all today. I just I usually check in with them to see kind of what's going on in the world. You know what I'm saying? I woke up to see uh, this video. Two people rescued from a sinkhole. It's such a terrifying uh, we rescue. just showed that. How um, a large there's the chunk of the street is still right here. And then you look off over there and you see there's a blue pipe. And of course, you could see how the road is just uh, all of the earth beneath. They've done a great job of, um, of uh, you know, water management out there in uh in in california you know done a great job of water management. you got to give them a shout out what the hell is that tesla driver hit the accelerator instead of the brake and drove through a wall <laughs> oh that's fucking hilarious drove through a wall into a pool uh oops three occupants in the vehicle including a child Good Samaritans jumped into the pool and saved the occupants. Wow. I wonder, um, I guess I'm assuming the battery has uh, some kind of, you know, first sergeant. Gotcha. So there you go. Um, <laughs> Tesla owner showing their brains. Uh, airports closed the flooding. Road, more road closures in Santa Barbara. This is migrants crossing the Rio Grande. Uh, as Senator Marsha Blackbird, Senator Katie Britt, and Senator Hyde-Smith watch from the riverbank in Eagle Pass. Nice. Um, I-80 closed westbound in at the Nevada state line, eastbound at Colfax due to high winds and whiteout driving conditions. Uh, this is current routes closed in Santa Cruz state route nine, pretty much everywhere. And state route 35 at bear Creek. Uh, Proceed to the road. What the hell? Proceed to the road. Oh, uh, Python, Burmese Python that everyone brought in from South America. Our next nice. guest has seen the crisis on. Uh, more stuff from the border crisis, severe storms. We talked about Fox news. Up the central coast a little bit. Clean up crews at work. Jim Banks. My first bill this Congress codifies qualified immunity for our law enforcement heroes. Excellent. New York Times reporter Blake Hoshnell has committed suicide. New York Times reporter Blake Hoonshell committed suicide. Hmm. One hundred one still shut down at at the thirty three in Ohio. Bomb threat at the World Trade Center. Oh boy, bomb squad. Um, Holbrook Station at the World Trade Center. Transportation halted. Uh, let's see, where are we at here? Hold on, how many more we got? Lots more. Uh, two people trapped in an SUV. Oh, we got that one. Mm, lost my spot. Shelter in place in San Bernardino right now issued. Um, and then let's see total pre precipitation shown there on that.
uh, footage of an accident. Oops. Jeez. Dummy. Uh, Studio City residents advised the shelter in place. Los Angeles fire crews are working to clear... Uh, former Playboy model accused of murdering a psychiatrist to be sentenced in court, Kelsey Turner. Hmm. And then the bomb threat at Trade Center. Here's that. All right, so we're caught up on all that. There you go. And checking in with what's going on in California and police frequency out there today. Um, anything else breaking while I'm looking over here? Um, no. House Republicans doing all kinds of um, good votes out there. So that's good to see. Um, oh, Shithead was freaking out. I got that in the news today as well. I can confirm training for Ukrainian forces and the Patriot air defense system will begin as soon as next week. Uh, in the meantime, I'm sure U.S. forces are out there. I figures. All right. Let's keep it moving. What else do I have? What is this? Ah, Raheem Kassam. Uh, new sub stack out there today. How you guys doing out there today? We're already freaking flying by an hour pretty much already. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you all very much. Uh, still lots to get to. I'll just keep it moving here today, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, Raheem Kassam wrote a Substack today about Ray Epps that I want to spend some time on reading. Shouldn't take me too long here. He wrote this uh, about noon today. Um, he has uh, the January 6th interview with Ray Epps. Raheem Kassam went through 96 pages for it, and he says, you're welcome. All right, well, let's check it out. Ray Epps' January 6th interview is bizarre world, says Raheem Kassam. The entire thing reads like an exculpatory public relations effort replete with assistance from committee members more concerned with helping Epps clear his name than getting to the bottom of his actions that day. But Epps' interview is even stranger than these cover-your-ass attempts. Representative Schiff, Murphy, Aguilar, and Kinzinger were present during the interview, finally conducted on January 21st, 2022, after months of work by Darren Beatty's Revolver News, among others, which brought Epps' activities on January 5th and 6th to light. Here are 12 strange and standout moments from our friend Ray Epps. <laughs> Directing Antifa, number one. Epps says early on that he was a member of the Oath Keepers, but that he left because national leader Stuart Rhodes was trying to direct Antifa. It is amazing how within just a few questions, Epps is already attempting to prove his credentials in the area of not being an entryist or a fed by laying out how organiz how organizations he was a part of engaged in fed style entryist tactics. How convenient he recalls. I think it was Portland. It was Portland. I think that's when Antifa had first come out and we were seeing a lot of things. They were burning things and doing different things on the news. And he thought it would be wise if we were to go there and try to direct the get in with them and direct them to do other things other ways. I didn't agree with that. So we kind of split ways. The person questioning Epps, whose name is redacted, hurries along from the matter remarkably, remarkably quickly. Got it. So now I want to move fast forward to the from the couple of years you were in the Oath Keepers to the 2020 election. Hold on a minute. This is a self-professed member of the Oath Keepers who was in the front lines on January 6th telling you about their organization's infiltration attempts 
And you want to fast forward? Hmm. A few moments later, Representative Kinzinger revisits the topic. When you talked about the Antifa side of things, you were saying his goal was to kind of infiltrate and influence, like partner or some kind of influence and sabotage or stray differently. Epps says, I believe he was going to try to turn them away, turn them to our way of thinking. This was this is the first of many attempts to establish a fact pattern that suggests Epps himself would never think of infiltrating and sabotaging. In fact, you'll never see Kinzinger be so nice to a supposed Trump supporter as he is throughout this interview. Nice. Number two, a father-son trip. This one is a reoccurring red flag because Epps claims he originally refused to go to D.C. on January 6th because his wife convinced him there might be trouble and that his son might need help. What assistance an elderly man might offer his son traveling with his friends is not made clear, but by page 13, however, we learn that Epps' wife had booked his travel but had not booked him anywhere to stay. As a result, Epps ended up sleeping in his son's bed at the Washington Marriott while his son's gym friend slept on the floor. Good to know. Uh, let's see. It was going to be a great vacation and get to see the sights and show him what I had done with my father in, earlier in my life, Ray told the committee. Number three. What's up, creative writer? Great to see you out there. Thank you for the shades. Tourniquets. If any of you take tourniquets on vacation with you, please let me know in the comments because tourniquets don't sound like my idea of a great vacation. And yet by page 15, we learn that Epps was texting, some, texting someone called Nathan Jones for tourniquets, combat gauze, and breathing tubes. Seriously. <laughs> um... And so this is before I left, and this is what I was asking for because all the things going on in the country right now, I thought, you know, something could happen there. I was hoping for the best, preparing for the worst. So it's kind of be going to be, it's supposed to be kind of a fun family vacation. Uh -huh. But we also see you packing first aid, Epps is then asked. Like I said before, preparing for the worst, hope for the best, he replied. At this point, Adam Kinzinger chimes in with yet another highly implausible comparison in an attempt to get Epps off the hook for this bizarre behavior. Kinzinger says, just me, Mr. Epps, again. Just, or let's see, just Mr. Epps, again, just uh, would the mindset be comparable to, for instance, I pretty much, wherever I go, I conceal carry. I certainly hope I never have to use it, but I have it just in case. Huh, carrying tourniquets, gauze, and breathing tubes to the nation's capital during a family vacation is the same as concealed carrying. Pull the other one. <laughs> What's up, Wanda? How are you? Abolitionist, good to see you. D-Bar in the house. Brad, what's good? Good to see you guys uh, working your way in here today. Happy top of the hour, 5 o'clock top of the hour. We're talking about Ray Epps and Raheem Kassam's thread about 12 odd things in Ray Epps' testimony. Who's Paul Carver? Speeding on past this strange behavior, as the committee did, we find ourselves hearing about one Mr. Paul Carver on page 22. Uh, question, and when you returned back to D.C., what did you all do? What was the next steps that day? Uh, the, your next steps that day, Epps said. It was kind of difficult because there was, wasn't a lot of restaurants open, so I'm trying to, oh yeah, I do remember. We had a gentleman 
that kept trying to call me while we were gone. And he is from Arizona. And I don't, just a second, I can't find it here. I believe his last name is Carver. Uh, he had called several times and tried to reach us. So I called him back. He wanted to meet us for dinner and I had a meeting and I met him one other time at VFW and I didn't really remember him, but that's okay. So we met at a small restaurant and had dinner question. So we saw in your card call records, an individual named Mr. Paul Carver on January 5th. Is that the individual that was calling you? Epps said, yes, Paul Carver. Yes, sir. Uh, take us through what happened. What did you do? What did you all do after um, with Mr. Paul Carver? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean after dinner with Carver? There's some random dude who Epps says he doesn't know who is calling him and trying to meet up all day. And then they meet up and have dinner. And there are no immediate questions about who this person was. The only other reference to this comes way down on page 74 where Epps is asked, Mr. Carver, does he work for the FBI, CIA, or NSA to your knowledge? Epps replies, not that I'm aware of. Okay, the questioning quickly turns into an inf infamous scenes of Epps at Black Lives Matter Plaza before briefly looping back to Carver. Epps says, I hadn't talked to him before, before that. I mean, I, I don't know how he would know that we were in D.C., but he kept trying to call me. So when he talked to me, he found out I was in D.C. He may have known. Um, I don't know how he would have found out because I, I hadn't talked to him before that since I met him the first time. In fact... I didn't know who he was, but he was from Arizona. He was calling me and we met up. Gotcha. Okay, thank you. What do you mean, okay, thank you? This random dude from Arizona is calling Epps all day. Epps claims he has no idea who the guy is, decides to have dinner with a stranger anyway, this stranger anyway, despite claiming to be such a cautious person that he travels with first aid supplies. And the trail of questions on that matter ends there. Huh. Okay, number five. We need to go into the Capitol. At this point, it's worth revisiting, worth revisiting some of Ray Epps' best of moments from January 5th and 6th, as his explanation into his testimony stretches credulity. And indeed, as some on social media have noted, he appears to have actually further implicated himself in subsequent text messages to his family. Representative Massey put this out there, saying how many January 6th protesters were actually working for the federal government. I asked A.G. Garland while he was under oath, and he refused to answer. He looked very nervous and worried when I showed him this video in that hearing of Mr. Epps indeed. So here we see Epps on the night of 5th after his dinner with stranger Paul Carver and after ostensibly both meeting up with his son and his friends at Black Lives Matter Plaza and then becoming separated again. This happens very often for someone traveling specifically to protect his son. Epps is asked by the January 6th committee, you said that you may get arrested for saying this, that the group needs to go into the Capitol the next day. Why, why did you think you could be arrested for saying that what you were saying? I didn't, Epps replies. I was trying to, to get some common ground. So in other words, gaining the trust of the crowd to try to influence them. The same tactics he, clefts, he claims he left the Oath Keepers over. I, I, I got caught up in the moment, he further explains. 
before going on to, to state that he, A, secretly believed the U.S. Capitol would be open to visitors the next day, no one believed that, and B, that he did not hear them chanting Fed, Fed, Fed in response to his suggestion. As you can see from the video, they were chanting it about 10 centimeters from his face. Another ridiculous stretch of credulity, and so like clockwork, on page 28, in steps crying Kinzinger, it seems to me that the crowd around you, their focus at that moment was basically trying to incite violence that night. You were trying to stop violence that night. Is that an accurate assessment on my end? Says Kinzinger, and of course, Epp says, yes, sir. Okay, that's all I have for the moment. Thank you, sir. Huh? He's on camera inciting an invasion of the Capitol, and Kinzinger's takeaway is that he was trying to stop violence. Even if the next day's events hadn't transpired the way they did, it is impossible conclusion to reach given the evidence. The new Republican-controlled Congress should immediately, immediately subpoena Kinzinger himself and force him to publicly account for this ridiculous conclusion slash cover-up. See also page 31. Quote, some people in the crowd started chanting fed towards you. Do you remember that? Eps, I don't. I even asked my son. I had a hard time believing it at first. I thought it might have been dubbed in or something. I didn't hear it. My son said he didn't hear it. Utter fucking rubbish. Number six. Are you a fed, Mr. Epps? At this point... Instead of pressing Epps on the ludicrous claims over the night of the 5th, the conversation turns into yet another attempt to clear him of any collusion with authorities. At any point on January 6th, question, excuse me, at any point on January 5th, we, so we've asked you this question about December 27th through January 4th, but now let's focus on January 5th. Did you coordinate or speak with any law enforcement officials from the FBI? Epps, no, sir. The Metropolitan Police Department, Epps, no sir. CIA or NSA, Epps, no sir. It goes on like this, except remember, Epps has dinners with strangers who call his cell phone, and he also can't hear when someone is shouting fed in his face from a tourniquet's length away. <laughs> Number seven, midnight. Thank you, Toria. On page 33, we learn that Epps' son, Jim, had texted his dad asking he was still out at BLM Plaza. Question. It looks like you had a lengthy or 140 seconds or so, so what's that, um, not even three minutes conversation with your son just after midnight. Is that possible that you guys were separated still at that point or were you still back in the hotel room? Yes, it is possible. I had to walk back. Okay. He had to walk back. Does that account for the near two-hour difference between when Epps' son texted him, and when he appears to reach the hotel. Not really. Something else strange happens at this point in the conversation. The questioner asks for a break. And when they return, Epps has an additional counsel. <laughs> um, we know that Epps uh, says he stayed at the Washington Marriott. Well, there are indeed a few Marriott's in D.C., but not a lot of Washington Marriott's. There are courtyards by Marriott, A.C. hotels by Marriott, etc. But so in, uh, insofar as named Marriott hotels, there are three biggies in the, uh, the Washington Marriott, the Washington Marriott Georgetown, and J.W. Marriott. As indicated below, there's also 
the new Marriott Marquis attached to the DC Convention Center, where you see the unconventional dinner on the map. So he was at that Marriott, basically. The walk from BLM Plaza to Washington Marriott takes 10 minutes. The walk from Black Lives Matter Plaza to the JW Marriott takes 12 minutes. The walk between the JW Marriott and the Washington Marriott, eight minutes. So unless Epps really got turned around and walked 10 blocks in the wrong direction to the Georgetown Marriott or 20 minutes to the Marriott Marquis several times over, the idea that the two hours is accounted for by trying to find his hotel 10 minutes away makes little sense. He might have ambled around, but remember, this is the old dude in a strange city who was just in a fracas with randos at BLM Plaza at midnight. His son even texts him at 1030 asking where his whereabouts. Uh, but on page 38, we learn that Epps is still making phone calls at 1217 a.m. and 1219 a.m. to his son and his brother, Scott or Daryl. Oddly, he oddly can't remember respectively, this time period broadly unaccounted for is never further explored by the committee. But within six hours or so, the trio, Epps, his son, and his son's friend, Zach, were outside of the White House ready for the rally at the Ellipse. Number eight in the total of 12 from Rahika Salmon, today's substack on Ray Epps. <laughs> uh, good question, Polidius. Polly D. Number eight, Marines are always in the front. On page 42, F says three of them stayed all the way up to the president. Says three of them stayed, quote, all the way up to President Trump, which is an odd thing to do for someone who traveled across the country from Arizona, essentially in part to hear President Trump speak. Oh, stayed at the speech until President Trump started to speak. Why even wait at the ellipse? At 6 a.m., if you were just going to leave when the keynote speaker started, their mild credit, to their mild credit, this question was asked by the committee, though the answers raises more questions. Question, why did you leave when President Trump started speaking, Mr. Ray Epps? Epps says, well, there was a group that started running towards the Capitol. I mean, they were moving quite fast, so I just thought, you know what? I want to be out in the front. I'll get up there. And on the way there, I noticed that it was some of the same people that were there on the night before. They had blowhorns. They were trying to incite people and stir things up. I thought it important that I get up there, and I did. All right, because the guy who couldn't find the Washington Marriott for two hours was going to single-handedly stop a running group, coincidentally, the same people from the last night, from breaching the Capitol. But wait, it gets more ridiculous. <laughs> uh, good old Ray Epps, man. Epps says, I wasn't walking with anybody. I called a few people out on the way there that had megaphones, you know, megaphones that were trying to incite things and, you know, tried to get them to stop. And then they were at the Capitol. This is some grade A horse shit for several reasons. Number one, revisit the video above. Epps is the one directing people to the Capitol. He claims to have reached there in 20 minutes. 
No, that's about a 35-minute walk without crowds. He admits that despite flying to Washington to protect his son, he was once again separated from his son at this point. I don't know where they were, quote-unquote. And again, do remember, this is the guy who took two hours to find the Washington Marriott, suddenly managing to sprint through a a heaving crowd to the Capitol, take a wicked whiz, see screenshot, and call a few people out on the way, all within 20 minutes. Impressive. Uh, But wait, there's more. On page 46, we are treated to some real Ray Epps gold. He's asked, quote, you said you wanted to get out in front, but... What were you trying to get out in front of as you started walking to the Capitol? Epps says, well, there's a few different reasons. One, we were freezing our butts off. It was cold out. If we were going to get to the Capitol, I wanted to be inside. My son, since he has referenced the same thing, we weren't dressed properly for it. Dummy. Remember, Mr. Always Prepared, prepared we're talking about. The guy with tourniquets whose wife sent him to protect their precious boy. He says he wanted to get inside the Capitol because he was cold. The next part, I promise you, despite how it sounds, is not even a joke. Epps continues to, quote, I didn't want any fighting to break out or any, you know, it was going in the wrong direction. Marines are always in the front, not in the back, unquote. Yeah, okay, Ray. Marines are always in the front, but not because they are cold. (laughs) Of course, just when you think you cannot suspend any more disbelief on this, Representative, Representative Crying Kinzinger pipes in, writer's note, I feel as if I started to write satire or fiction now, but this is all real. Kinzinger says... Mr. Epps, would you say that was a pretty high adrenaline moment, kind of, you know, a lot going on, you're, you're going to take in a lot of details and act, you're trying to take in a lot of details and act, and also, was there still maybe a concern at this point in the back of your mind that there could be, and I know, I keep going back to this, but, but there could be maybe Antifa seated throughout trying to provoke something bigger, Was that a concern? Nice, Mr. Kinzinger. Boy, you're good at this. Kinzinger, in other words, is both accidentally right about Antifa presences on January 6th, but also attempting to allow Epps an escape from his own behavior. In his own words, being out front and inside the Capitol. Has Kinzinger metaphorically blown any other January 6th interviewee in such a fulsome and borderline pornographic fashion? (laughs) Uh, Good stuff, Raheem. Number nine, I also orchestrated it. This is the part so many have already zoned in on. Epps is asked, so it looks like around 9 a.m. your nephew texts you, and then at 12, 12 p.m. you text back. I was in the front with a few others. I also orchestrated it. Boom. Shirley. Case closed. Epps admits in writing, in his own words, in his own text, to his own family, 
to orchestrating actions on January 6th after dinner with a stranger, hours missing the night before, and of course, the plethora of video evidence showing him personally inciting riots and criminal actions charge him, surely, but no. For reasons we are never told, Ray Epps is both a free man and getting filleted by Adam Kinzinger. <laughs> Question, what did you mean by orchestrate? What did you orchestrate? Epps says, I just meant that I got, you have to understand our relationship, uncle nephew. We hunt together. We have fun with each other. We do that kind of stuff. What I meant by orchestrate, I helped get people there. Wait, what? Was that Joe Biden responding? What the heck does his relationship with his nephew have to do with it? And what does we fun with each other mean? Or perhaps bigger still, how does orchestrate mean help people get there without also meaning incitement? Hmm, that's a pretty damn good question, Raheem. Those questions will obviously be asked next by the enterprising representative of the January 6th committee, right? The most F's got back was, quote, I'm just trying to understand why that word orchestrated was used because it sounds like you're sort of adopting the whole thing, including the stuff that you were walking away from. Actually, it's the stuff he incited, but who cares about verbiage, huh? It's not like we're attempting to investigate the so-called greatest attack on American soil since 9-11 or whatever else they're calling it nowadays. This is like having Muhammad Atta on the stand and asking him if he tra if traffic to the airport was bad. Epps bizarrely responds, quote, you would have to understand the relationship between me and my nephew. It's just, yeah, I took credit for it, but I didn't know what I was taking credit for. Right, there it is again, an admission, book him again, but nothing. Now, one attempt by the January 6th committee to actually hold someone accountable who admitted to being involved multiple times. I shouldn't have used that word, Epps says on page 65. What's a better word now, he asked in response. I helped get people there. The reply, of course, is incredible. I see. Fair enough. I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, that, that's fair enough, is it? What about the hundreds of the detainees held without charge or release who have been treated like dogs for doing far less than what Ray Epps did that day? Is it fair for them? Fair enough to the people whose lives have been irretrievably ruined by that day? Is it fair enough to the history and the public record that this Kabuki theater is allowed to sail by unridiculed, unfist, and unabated? Good question, Raheem. Number 10, more strangers. You're 3,500 words and 69 pages in with just 500 words to read, so you might as well stick this out. Believe me, this is the brief version. The full document is 25,000 words. You're welcome. Does the below seem odd? <clears throat> From a guy worried about infiltrators and trouble? I, I came... Outside, I started walking and somebody, there was ambulances everywhere, things going on. Somebody told me, we need, somebody told me, you need to take your Trump, your Trump hat off and hide it. I said, why? And they said, well, they just shot two Trump supporters down the street and because they had their Trump stuff on. So I put that away. I found a gentleman that had just pulled up and he said, 
he had a Trump hat on. He was in the car and I told him, I'd be glad to pay you to take you to my room. But we just had a shooting down the street and they shot two Trump, two Trump supporters. So he said he would do it. He didn't want to be paid. He took me to my hotel and I went upstairs. Oh yeah. Someone told me they were shooting Trump supporters. So I got into a car with a random Trump supporter, but also people were infiltrating and pretending to be Trump supporters. And this Trump supporter didn't know I was a Trump supporter. So because I had taken my hat off <laughs> on account of the shooting Trump supporters, but he still agreed to drive me to my hotel, which we couldn't find vastly plausible. Number 11 of 12. I'm not sure how you got that. By now, you understand the importance of going through all this. The next few pages concern text messages Epps received in the days in question. See if this line of questioning feels appropriate to you. Question. Mr. Carver, does he work for the FBI, CIA, NSA, to your knowledge? Epps, not that I'm aware of. Do you recognize Mr. Christopher Hupke? Epps, this is something to do with Twitter and something to do with Twitter. I don't know what it is. I didn't open it and I have not responded. Question. Thank you. There were two incoming text messages around 352. They actually might be the same text messages because they're both at the exact same time from a redacted number. You did not respond back. But do you know what this number is? Answer. Epps says, I do not. Okay. Question. When the last number... Okay, quote, and then the last number we saw, outgoing and incoming text was redacted number. We have done our own research on this, and there has been public reporting that this sometimes shows up on people's phone records, and it's not a specific number for anyone. It just sometimes shows up on phone records. So, I have never heard of it. I couldn't find it on my phone either. I'm not sure how you got that. Hmm. Do any of these seem like normal interactions over phone records, incoming calls or texts, or am I off my chump? For instance, what do you mean a number that just shows up on call records? And how are these interviewers not following up on the records for which F's claims to have no further information? Not even, hey, well, would you mind looking into that for us and figuring out who you talk to, please? No, instead we, it's just, okay, cool, no worries. And the last, Ray Epps, testimony from Raheem Kassam summary. We're off the record, right? On page 96, the conversation comes to a close, but not without one more actually awkward moment between Epps' counsel and his interviewer, enjoy. So thank you for taking the time with us in November. Thank you for producing documents and for sitting with us here today. And with that, I believe we can go off the record, but thank you. Mr. John Blischak, redacted, redacted. Oh, sorry, Mr. John Blistak. I just wanted to comment. I'm just a little bit envious of that nice couch you got in your office. I don't have that in my office. I mean, damn, I gotta go to Washington, D.C. Mr. Epps, I've got uh, got a quick question. Mr. Epps, yes. Mr. Epps, okay, we're off the record, right? Redacted, let's go off. Yes, we're off the record, correct? We've gone off the record. Whereupon at 4.08 p.m., the interview was concluded. 
Perhaps I have lost my mind. But none of the F's testimony rings normal to me. None of it carries the same tone as other interviews given in January 6th committee. There's no probing. F's is hurried along between timelines and subjects. He offers bizarro explanations and is never pulled up on them. And more than anything, more questions are raised as a result of this interview than those that were answered. Were any answered? Is Epps still searching for the Marriott Hotel? Has he found his son yet? Is he at the local ball game in Arizona with a fanny pack loaded with gauze and breathing, breathing tubes? Maybe we'll find out when they admit Lisa, Lee Harvey Oswald was a patsy. In the meantime, there is something far more pernicious about this interview than I even imagined when it first quickly when it was first quickly released. Read the whole thing for yourself if you wish. Don't forget to share this article and comment below. Good stuff, Raheem Kassam. Summarizing the Ray F's testimony for us. Uh, and I got through that as quickly as I possibly could, but it was definitely worth spending the time on today. I'll get this out there to you guys in chat. And as always, on my social media after the show. Let me see how you guys are all doing out there as time is absolutely flying by and I haven't even gotten through half the stuff that I want to get to today. But eh, it's about normal. It's about normal. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's see. Uh, here is a dollar. No, I don't want to. Uh, here is that article. What did I miss over here on Rumble? What's good, Rumble crowd? How are you guys out there? MKLs for Backfire, JD Rich. What's good? Good to see you out there. Uh, sides in the house. Dropping five bucks on me. Thanks for the coffee. Joe ain't going to finish this term. Kamala will never see the resolute desk. We will be seeing President McCarthy soon. Love you, Abe. Thanks, B-Side. Man, I'll tell you what, I hope so. But um, anyone who tells me what's going to happen, ah, yeah, we know how that goes, right, B-Side? But, hey, um, we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know. Uh, they, they don't care about the law in D.C., so if Joe Biden gets impeached or gets removed, they're just going to, they're, they're, they're literally just going to put someone, whoever the hell they want, in there and not care about the law. So, We'll see, man. We'll see. I hope you're right, though, Beachside. I really hope you are. Great to see you out there over there on uh, Rumble and the rest of you guys over there lurking and listening on Rumble. Twitch crowd's out there hanging out. Ask Ensenator Dave how many times he's used orchestrated on active duty. Um, going to have to say, let's see. I orchestrated my radar being installed. Nope, can't say I've used that ever. <laughs> hey, Twitch crowd, what's good? Come in strong today. PJs, Jane, Z Patriot, uh, Johnny B., who else is out there on their Twitch? Desert Beauty's out there. And uh, I know uh, uh, Laura's out there. Many others out there lurking and listening as well on uh, Twitch. Thanks, guys, for hanging out. All right, Pilled. Now I can finally come in and check in with you guys. How are you guys doing? Thanks, guys, for the gold pill. Love today. Bitch, Toria, creative writer. Who cares? JC Bird, Average Joe, and Daisy Chains, as well as Quentin, son. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you all very much. Much love. Just kind of lurking and listening, I see, for the most part out there. And just kind of uh, adding to the discussion, as always. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with me here today. I appreciate y'all. Let us keep it moving. The military is the only way. You know, hasn't anybody told you anything? The military is the only way. Q told us. Why, don't, why, don't, why aren't you paying attention? Obviously, that means that the military is going to take over and, you know, they're going to mass arrest all these people and stuff, Right. What did Q actually say is the only way? What, what is the only way that, that Q is referencing? 
Shall we spend a little bit of time on that? Sounds good to me. Classical chick, good evening. How are you? Thank you for the cookie. Just got home. Uh, well, it must be time to chill mode. <laughs> Classical chick, thanks for hanging out with us today. What is the only way? Is the military the only way? I search uh, QPOS for military is the only way. You know, I just I went typed in military is the only way. M I L I T A. How do you spell military? <laughs> and some something weird happened, man. Zero Q posts come up. However, if you want to, if you're curious about what Q says about what is the actually only way, you can just search for is the only way. And a loving Q post come up. Well, what does Q say about this? On July 29th, 2018, there is a real clear politics article that comes up. MSNBC's Ali Veshi, Apple and Google make money from apps promoting QAnon Pizzagate theories. Dun, dun, dun. This video is now private. You can't see that. <laughs> That's the article. Yeah, we'll get to Adam's shithead in just a moment here. They do not want you asking questions. They do not want you thinking for yourself. They do not want you united. They want you to live in fear and divided. They want you asleep. They want you blind. The message must bypass the mainstream media. It is the only way. People united hold the power. Think the 2016 election. Power shall be returned to the people. Q. On, on November 25th, 2018, Q post 2500 came in. Reposting. Nothing can stop what is coming. Nothing. Panic in D.C. And President Trump's uh, truth that he tweeted out yesterday, his election, um, uh, the, the video that will get Trump elected, Clinton Foundation donations dropped 42%. This was dropped on November 25th, 2018 by President Trump, which shows that they illegally paid, played the power game. They monetized their political influence through the foundation. Quote, during her tenure, the State Department was put into service of the Clinton Foundation, says Andrew McCarthy. Nice, Mr. President. Gee, that seems to be kind of relevant. Everything stated has a purpose, says Q. Think the timing of the tweet. Cost the house of cards. See something, say something. Extreme panic in D.C. Where are we going? We go all Q. Corsi attempted to infiltrate Q. Mueller to Corsi. Corsi plea deal. There are bad people who pretend to be good. Riri drops on warnings. The most people who left the White House, those most who left the White House did not have a choice. Fake news, fake MAGA, transparency is the only way. Got it. So I'm not seeing military. I see transparency and I see that we must bypass the, the mainstream media. Patriots United Q. Okay, let's see. What else? What else is the media is the only way? Let's see. Or the, the military is the only way. Q post 2539 came in on December 3rd, 2018. The public is about to learn that the DOJ, the FBI, and other U.S. foreign and, uh, assets have been actively working behind the scenes of one of the largest criminal uh, investigations in modern-day history. D-class to purpose to illuminate the truth to the people. Transparency is the only way forward. Control media is the enemy of the people. Q, huh? Transparency is the only way forward. Okay. Now we're starting to pick up uh, what, what Q's putting down here, I think, aren't we? January 5th, 2019, 2643 came in. It's a repost. 
of R.E. Muller, 5x5. Five five. You would have thought, uh, Q, but no. It is a Twitter status from Brit Hume that says this. On the record, denials this sweeping and empathetic, uh, emphatic, okay, on the record denials, this sweeping and emphatic apparently caused some journalists not to write this story. The McClatchy guys went with it anyway, despite their source's refusal to be specific about what exactly was being investigated. The Cleta Mitchell McClatchy email correspondence, um, just like you running with running with Pizzagate and Seth Richard's story, birther stories. Yeah, Britt Hume always running with those Pizzagate stories. Q says this, what happens when all insiders know the news is fake? What happens when all insiders know Adam Schiff is the leak of false data? What happens when a member of the House Intel Committee purposely leaks fake and false data to friendly news sources in order to maintain and portray a false narrative to the public? How do you build a case against a member of the House Intel Committee if they themselves have access to intelligence? quote-unquote intelligence, what critical mission did Sessions play publicly announcing leaks? Why did Sessions make this public? Optics are important. The control of the narrative, truth and transparency is the only way forward. Mueller deleted critical text messages between Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. Reread Mueller designed to. The Mueller insurance policy has expired. Q. Couple more here real quick. This one is probably where I'm going to wrap it up with. The Hill article, White House case for Russia collusion against the Democrats, define projection. How do you fix something that is known to be broken and corrupt? Do you first need to remove those responsible? Think FBI and DOJ exit list. How do you restore the image public faith of most of our prestigious law enforcement institutions? Hold people accountable? Equal justice under the law? The battle begins as seen today with public opinion. The fight to win public favorability, to fight to control the narrative. How do Dems control the narrative? Number one, fake news media push of by design narrative daily updates the 4 a.m. talking points. Number two, fake wood, Hollywood, echo by design narrative. Number three, social media stream promote of by design narrative and censor block ban of challengers that uh, of that narrative. Do they provide evidence to support their conclusions? POTUS Russian narrative evidence? None. POTUS racist, racist narrative evidence? None. POTUS, you can play this game all day, all day. None. What do they count on? How many experiments have been conducted by the CIA, i.e. mind control? Psych 101, if you hear and see something over and over again by multiple supposedly credible news agencies, elected officials, actors and actresses, documentaries on TV, movies, internet, social media, foreign press, etc., all pushing the same narrative and conclusions, what happens? But do factless claims become facts in the minds of many? Do they count on the fact that with work, family, stresses of life, etc., that the typical person does not have enough time in the day to research topics for themselves and therefore would believe narratives projected into the echo chamber without the need to provide facts or substance other than opinion. Why do they try so hard to keep you divided by race, gender, class, etc.? 
notice an increase in this push over the last since Obama. Are you stronger together, united or divided? If you dare challenge their narrative, are you cast out, banned by society as a threat slash conspiracy theorists, etc.? Are you cast out by members of your own family? Divided. Groupthink. They do not want you thinking for yourself. A free-thinking, logical person who draws conclusions based on facts are put simply a threat to their control and power grip. All they care about is control, i.e. power. With control comes personal gain. They want to keep you poor and in need of government assistance. Bigger than government, the more control they have, the more power they possess. When you are in need, you are weak. When you are weak, you are not strong. When you are not strong, you do not fight back. This is as real as it gets. They never thought she would lose control. Why? See above, are you control? Transparency is the only way forward. Transparency is the only way to prove to the public that everything sold to you as truth was nothing but a fake narrative designed to keep you, the people, powerless and to keep them in control, i.e. in power. Fake news, the propaganda arm of the Democrat machine, sole responsibility is to prevent the truth from ever being disseminated to the masses. Mass infiltration everywhere. Transparency is the only way forward, i.e. public opinion. Prosecution is the only way forward, i.e. save and defend the rule of law. Prosecution and transparency is the only way to save our way of life, too. Hmm. Military is the only way, huh? Just, just not seeing that. Keep post 2700, February 12, 2019. POTUS, this can never be allowed to happen again in our country or to another president, unquote. How do you deter and prevent this from happening again? Simply by terminating the employment of those responsible? Simply by conducting a few non-threatening investigations? Or by prosecuting those responsible to the fullest extent of the law? Setting up checks and balances and oversight designed to increase transparency, provide OIG offices with funding, increase the size and authority, provide select committees with access and in-house viewing of non National Security Classified Material, provide a check on directors, deputy directors, assistant directors of all such ABC agencies, establish a financial checks and reviews of those in senior critical positions, audits, uh, and plus direct family close proximity. Transparency and prosecution is the only way forward to save our republic and safeguard such criminal and treasonous, treasonous acts from occurring again. While some want to kindly quietly remove those responsible and go about our business, save face for the world stage, those in control understand this band-aid simply will not work. Nobody should be above the law, no matter how massive the spider web is entangled. This will never happen again. Truth works, facts matter, cue. Okay. Transparency and accountability is the only way forward to save the Republic. Hmm. Not seeing a lot of whole military is the only way stuff there, are you? Fear not. We'll wrap it with this for Q Post today. 
You, we are not helpless. Enough must see. It is the only way. You are being presented with the gift of vision. Ability to see clearly what they have hid from you for so long. Illumination. Their deception, dark actions on full display. People are waking up in mass. People are no longer blind. Do you think it's a coincidence they banned and prevent you from attending church in a house of worship? Anti-American, anti-God. One must only look to see. Have faith in humanity. Have faith in yourself. Let light guide you. Find peace through prayer. Biblical Q. That is the true message of Q. QAnons and the QAnon theory of Daily Beast has tried to change what is the only way. Infiltrators have changed what is the only way by constantly telling you the military is the only way. It's not very true, is it? I just, I also found very interesting to see. Violent right-wing militia groups. Back out, back out on the house floor. Very, very, very upset. Very upset. He's, he's very concerned with, with, with what's happening over there in D.C. right now. The committee will also seek to discredit law enforcement like the FBI, who are so important in the fight against domestic violent extremism. Republicans in Congress just don't care. The greatest threat, the greatest terrorist threat to our country comes from violent right-wing militia groups and their sympathizers, and Republicans in Congress just don't care. Oh, dear. Adam. The committee will also seek to discredit... Oh. He's not happy right now, guys. Dear Adam Schiff. Oh, you're not going to be happy even more soon. All right. Into the Biden stuff quickly as I'm I'm running way too late here. Uh, Biden revelation, classified documents found in private. As we talked about yesterday, that has turned legal office where the documents were found as part of a think tank at Ivy League University that got significant Chinese funding. Really? Chinese tied to the Biden secret documents found? No, say it's not so. Now we know why Biden took classified documents. CNN just reported what was in them. Really? Did they? The classified documents contain information on highly sensitive subjects, including his ties to Ukraine, Iran, and the United Kingdom, according to a new report from CNN. Huh. Among the documents from Joe Biden's time as vice president discovered in a private office last fall are U.S. intelligence memos and briefing materials that covered topics including Ukraine, Iran, and the United Kingdom, a source told CNN. Thanks for writing that, sent that paragraph twice. Also interesting on this is this Marco Polo from a Titiana. I don't know, um, random, some, some random person, but look at this. Hunter Biden at Rosemont Seneca to Craig Gehring at CAA.com. What are the things that are going to be happening here? Okay, so. 
Hunter, thank you for taking the time. It was good to see you, and I hope that you uh, made it to Union Station on schedule. I cannot express how much I appreciate all the clarity you brought forth today. It makes it, it makes and will make a great deal of difference as we proceed with the exploration and working together. Surfing the internet from 30,000 feet, is it A.T. Kearney, America at 250 that you mentioned? Have a good weekend, CG. Okay, that's the Craig. This is, let's see, from... Craig Gehring wrote this morning. Thanks. It's absolutely fascinating. My confidential notes from our meeting. Please let me know if I am off base on and everything, everything. Number one school of public policy at the university of Delaware will be renamed with the VP, the Biden school of public policy, like Ford did concentration on domestic political science. Of course, the university gains an infusion of prestige, money, and notoriety, and professors, and also money from China. University to raise all the capital for the new center building on the quad. Within the building will be a vice presidential center and library. First of all, first of its kind about studying the office of the vice president, not just Joe Biden. The Biden Foundation in Wilmington, Delaware, number two. Number three, the Biden Institute on Foreign Relations at the University of Pennsylvania. Huh. Focus on foreign policy. Yeah, okay. Good thing. Yeah, focus, focusing on foreign policy with uh, classified intel briefings. Good idea. In addition to the Institute at the University of Penn, the school has an existing office in D.C. that will be expanded to house a D.C. office for VP Biden and Mike and Hunter and Steve. Operates like the Clinton Glo Global Initiative without the money raise. And then number four, wealth creation. Huh. Wealth creation, that's that's how those public-private partnerships work. I see. To enrich yourselves. Got it. Thanks, Mr. Biden. Thanks for clarifying that. Of course, Joe Biden was asked about this today. You think he had anything to say about it? you imagine being in the media pathetic losers that have to deal with that shit every day have fun with that cash what's up cash tell me tell me a little bit about this classification thing i'm trying to remember now what the classification is they're, they're in freak out mode they're in freak out mode but i want to tie because you've been so so good about this uh situation mar lago uh D joe biden's got to files of top of uh, compartmented top secret documents spread all over. He's he's got the, in in a, in a uh, in his office at the University of Pennsylvania. I think the Washington bureau that's financed by the Chinese Communist Party. Does he have? Does the vice president have declassification authority? Circuit? He declassify those documents. No, that's the greatest distinction from this political gift, if you want to call it that, that we could ever get. I have said, and this is the this is the law, the only person that has unilateral declassification authority and the sole arbiter of classified information is a sitting president of the United States. You know who does not have said declassification authority by the law? The vice president of the United States. You want to talk about a two-tier system of justice run by government gangsters. Joe Biden's documents were discovered a week before the midterm election. This is the third time since Russiagate that the FBI and DOJ politicized the law enforcement apparatus to hijack an election for the Democratic people of the United States of America. On point and well said, Cash, as always. The log of the receipts from Comfortably Smug 
Throwback to when Mark Elias said that Trump could be banned from the presidency because of classified documents at Mar-a-Lago and MSNBC ate it up. The tweet is now deleted. Mark Elias, hmm. Helping seed narratives there, are you? Huh. Tweet deleted by the author. Wonder why Mark Elias is tweet de- deleting these things. Here's some more tweets that didn't age well. Trump throughout the U.S. government was his... As president, he thought the military was his. DOJ was his personal law firm. The military was his. The Secret Service, the Air Force One, classified documents, those all belong to us. We the people. His arrogance will be his downfall. Yes, thank you. Rick Wilson, of course. Hey, remember when Donald Trump stole highly classified documents, Rick? No, I I don't actually. um, But I do know about your vice president, Jim Jordan, with some fire today. Let's hear it. when the Department of Justice treats parents as terrorists, moms and dads who are simply showing up at a school board meeting to advocate for their son or daughter. It's not a ploy when the FBI pays Twitter $3 million, not one, not two, $3 million to censor American citizens. It's not a ploy when the Department of Homeland Security tries to set up a disinformation governance board because we all know that the Department of Homeland Security can tell what's good speech and what is bad speech, what's missed. I mean, you got to be kidding me. I tell you what, dozens of whistleblowers have come talk to Republican staff on the Judiciary Committee don't think this is a ploy. That's why they came to talk to us. They know how serious this is. The former Democrat chair of the Judiciary Committee is in the press today saying we're going to fight this tooth and nail. This is political. But meanwhile, The former Democrat chair of the Intelligence Committee pressured Twitter to censor a journalist. You've got to be kidding me. This is the most important. This is about the First Amendment, something you guys used to care about. And I'd actually hoped we could get bipartisan agreement on protecting the First Amendment, the five rights we enjoy as Americans under the First Amendment. Your right to practice your faith, your right to assemble, right to petition the government, freedom of press, freedom of speech. Every single one's been attacked in the last two years. There were, there were, government was telling people they couldn't go to church just a few years ago. Your right to assemble, your right to petition the government. The Democrats kept the Capitol closed. You couldn't, as a citizen, couldn't come to your Capitol that you pay for to address your member of Congress to redress your grievances because Nancy Pelosi wouldn't let you in. Freedom of the press, I just told you what the head of the Intel Committee tried to do to a journalist. The most important right we have, though, is your right to talk. Because if you can't talk, you can't practice your faith. You can't share your faith. You can't petition your government. You, the right to speak is the most important, and that's what they're going after. And that's why we've had dozens of whistleblowers come talk to us. We want to focus on that because we want it all to stop. We want the double standard to stop. This idea that if, oh, if you're a pro-life activist, you're going to get your door kicked in, you're going to get arrested and handcuffed in front of your seven kids and your spouse for simply praying in front of abortion clinic and telling the guy who was harassing your son to knock it off, you're going to have the FBI raid your home. But the, the protest that went on the, at, at Supreme Court justices' homes in the aftermath of the leak of the Dobbs opinion, oh, no problem there. Americans are sick and tired of it. And what we want, we, we don't want to go after anyone. We just want it to stop. And we want to respect the First Amendment to the Constitution that the greatest country in the world has. That's what this committee is all about. And that's what we're, that's what we're going to focus on. That's what we're going to do. Preach it. I hope, I hope they follow through and I hope um, they get done what they have to get done. Uh, Davos, WEF Davos hitting up uh, next week. 52 heads of state are going to attend the globalist summit. 
Great news. 600 CEOs, 52 heads of state and government, and the World Economic Forum in the Alps next week. Boy, that's a great spot. For, never mind. Um, DHS Secretary Mayorkas announces new border policy amid impeachment worries. <laughs> Outline that Border Patrol would utilize its Title Eight authority to turn migrants away at the border. Oh. Huh. You're adding extra authority under a different law, Title Eight, that will turn more people away. Is that correct? Asked Morning Edition. Steve, yes, that's correct, said Mayorkas. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put a stop to this, said Mayorkas. Great, great. Glad to hear it. January 16th May leaks critical personal details of Republican governors and Trump's allies. The Little weasels themselves in the January 6th committee with more leaks. Boy, do I hope they pay for this. 2,000 social security numbers of individuals who visited the White House in December of 2020. Released to the public. Nice. Uvalde, school shooter's mom, arrested in Oklahoma yesterday. Huh. Interesting. Just thought I'd let you know that that's out there today. Um, what else? Uh, Iran to execute more young men arrested in protest as the West weighs diplomatic expulsions. Nobody talking about the uh, anti-hijab protests still happening in Iran today and more people being executed for daring to speak up in Iran. There's That's what's coming our way. Terrorist charged after destroying electrical grid in Las Vegas. Mohammed Mesmerian is facing charges of terrorism after law enforcement captured him after ramming his car into a solar energy plant in Las Vegas and setting his vehicle afire, disabling the facility on Tuesday. The attack on Las Vegas' um, electrical infrastructure took place as uh, Ivenergy Solar Plant north of Route 93 on, uh, near the Las Vegas, um, Las Vegas Speedway. Massive hedge fund, also known as the Swiss National Bank, suffers a colossal $143 billion in losses in 2022. No wonder they're going after our taxpayer dollars. Their money laundering hedge funds are pretty much gone. So, yeah. There's that. And then finally, I had today, what time is it? It's already, I, I'm, I got through it all, seriously. This place rules isn't original it's the tired january 6 q playbook with a fresh cover this place rules is another speaking of false narratives pushed out there for people to look at and go oh, look at these crazy q oh my dear we need to get them help fucking sheeple pathetic sheeple will they ever admit they were wrong probably not New Jersey requiring students to uh, learn media literacy to fight disinformation. Yeah, that's a great idea, Lone, Lone Raccoon. That'll that'll help things. Uh, Dan Bishop, today we're putting the deep state on notice that we're coming for you. Woke Society's hopping that out there today. Pretty much Watermelon Head is running his mouth. And President Trump uh, discusses the fact that Biden committed a crime by taking classified documents from the White House. Uh, President Trump out there with about a six-minute interview out there today as well. Uh, coming to us from, uh, let's see, Trump's former CFO, Alan Weisselberg, gets five months in jail on Rikers Island for dodging tra- uh, taxes, um, as they always blamed, you know, President Trump for, for their thing. Satan Con 2023, you'll be hosting the largest gathering of Satanists in April. We've talked about that a little bit already. 
That's out there. Biden doesn't know what's in the classified documents found at the think tank office. Gotcha. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't really have any idea really of what he has in those. So don't don't worry about it. Um uh, let's see. Biden on classified documents found in his private office. People know I take classified documents, classified information seriously. Was surprised to learn that there was any government records that were taken there to that office, says Biden. So he's having to address that at the national, at the world stage, at the summit of the Americas or whatever the hell he's doing down there. Uh, let's see. The bomb threat at the World Trade Center was the last thing we talked about there. Uh, let me see if there's any updates. Um, uh, from police frequency right quick here. Uh, let's see. All evacuation orders and shelter in place cancel for 2 p.m. for Santa Barbara County. Take action when returning home, though, however. Um, San Bernardino shelter in place uh, lifted. And that's the last uh, from California that I have out there for you guys today. So that's wrapping up here right about now. And then anything else breaking out there? Pentagon rescinds COVID-19 vaccine mandate memo. That breaking right about a uh, half hour ago or so, um, that's out there. And then uh, guess who didn't show up to vote for the new church commission? Eyepatch freak PTSD clown didn't show up. Uh, and that's all I got for you guys today. So there you go. We got it all in in two hours. Thanks, guys, for hanging out very much today. I'll be lurking and listening out there. 1,745 gold pills today. You guys freaking rock, man. Thank you guys very much. Classical chick, Victoria, creative writer. Who cares? JC Bird, Average Joe, Daisy Chains, and Quentin Son. Thank you guys very much for the support today. I appreciate and love and, love and appreciate all you guys very much. Uh, thank you very much for the support. The Rumble rant today from Beachside. Much love, man. I appreciate you. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping you're right, but I'm, I, don't, I don't have any hope that they're going to follow any laws there in D.C., but Beachside, but we'll see. Rumble crowd, thank you all for hanging out today. Wherever you may go, whatever you may do, you can't stay here. You got to go somewhere else. How about... I don't know where to send you. Go wherever your favorite place may be. Your favorite show, content provider, wherever you may go. Let them un- let them know the uncensored family is heading is raiding in. Tell them uncensored Dave sent you. And with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. Thanks for being here today. See you guys back here tomorrow for another edition of Uncensored Dave. God bless you all. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.